Lifestyle choices and environmental factors impact your brain health and the physiology and psychology of your mental health. When you're ready to turn your brain on to get your game on, listen to In Your Head Radio. Now here's your host, Lee Richardson. Really informative show for you today. We've got Sean Gale, and he brings his 28 years of retail pharmacy experience to the forefront while researching and writing about CBD. He utilizes a mixture of his clinical training and practical knowledge to help explain difficult concepts that are associated with CBD. He spent the last three years sharing his expertise through presentations to community and physician groups articles in the local paper. He's written a book, The CBD Pharmacist, Your Personal Guide to Demystifying the CBD World and Optimizing Your Health. He's created an online course and supports local CBD businesses. His passion is to make a positive difference in the quality of health for his customers through the use of CBD. Sean believes that education is a critical piece missing from the puzzle that is CBD. Conservative, medically-based advice is critical if the phytonutrient is to realize its full potential in our culture. Sean wants to make sure that people have access to important topics such as drug interactions, side effects, proper dosing, how to choose your product, and what to avoid. Sean, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Looking forward to it. Well, you know... It's interesting because you have a degree from the University of Iowa mm-hmm. in pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. And then the last seven years, you've really diversified and you've reached out more to the specialty pharmacy and outpatient pharmacy. And I couldn't agree more with the need for education. I just for, mm-hmm. for kicks and giggles got on Amazon and put in CBD oil, <laughs> yeah. 293 different results. Yeah. CBD yeah. gummies, 292. I didn't even worry about the creams or the gels or the capsules. There's just so much out there. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. And especially on Amazon, it's it's a bit of a red herring because um, you actually can't buy CBD on Amazon. So you'll, you'll see products that look very similar. The products you can get hemp oil, um, but hemp oil does not have CBD in it, which is kind of the active ingredient or it's actually one of over 100 active ingredients in CBD oil. So Amazon can be a bit confusing, as, as can eBay is. They will not put anything on the website that's not FDA approved. Oh, so, okay, let's talk about what is CBD oil then, because it's sure. not what's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's weird on Amazon because you'll see a lot of the same claims, but CBD oil is a product of the hemp plant, um, just like hemp oil is. Um, but uh, CBD oil is a specific combination of cannabinoids, CBDs and, and THC are the two most common cannabinoids in the hemp plant. Uh, to be legal, the hemp plant has to have a very low amount, 0.3% of THC. And uh, we had a farm bill from 2019 or 18 that approved uh, approved the growth. Uh, you know, it's now legal to grow hemp hemp plants. So um, CBD is a combination of over 100 different cannabinoids like CBD, of terpenes, flavonoids. Um, it's it's really a, a multi-purpose plant, and CBD kind of gets all the headlines, but um, everything in the plant works better together than apart. So when we say CBD oil, typically what we mean are uh, formulations with THC and without THC, but having the full components of the plant in there. 
So you can take the THC out and still have the full components of the plant. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The common terms are full spectrum for THC, broad spectrum without. And the third term you might see occasionally is CBD isolate, which is just CBD. So really the only way you can for sure eliminate any THC is to get the isolate form. There's always a little bit of THC, even in the, uh, you know, the broad spectrum or the zero THC. There's just less, there's less than what the lab can measure for THC. Um, not enough to get you higher test positive, but it's really um, hard to get rid of it completely. So is it legal if you don't get rid of it completely? It is, it is in the 0.3% form. And, um, and there are some things you can do to help ensure that. Um, and uh, there's what's called a certificate of analysis. So if, if, if a person that is selling, a company that's selling CBD does their homework, they're going to do this. This is called a COA. And every batch that they make, because this comes from the ground, you know, this is a plant product. So no two products are exactly the same. And so they send the, the, their CBD oil off to a lab and the lab tells you what's in it. So you can see how much CBD, how much THC, is it compliant? Is it less than 0.3%? Um, the hemp plant is really an amazing plant. It's been grown for thousands of years. They, they found it back in the ancient Chinese empire. You know, you can use the, the stalk of the plant for uh, building, for textiles, for shirts. They've built boats, cars out of it. It's, it's pretty crazy what it does. So it, it has all, there's a lot of different things that it does in the soil. So you want to make sure that it's not absorbing in um, any harmful substances, uh, anything that's in the ground that you don't want to be in there. Um, and, uh, and these reports will tell you what's in it, what's not in it. And that's really an important thing when you're buying your CBD. It's one of the most important things. So, well, certainly we're not going to go buy it off Amazon, but yeah. you know, you work with a lot of businesses and I know it, uh, on every corner, it seems like mm -hmm. there's a CBD store and yeah. you know, it's very confusing. I, I don't even know, first off, what form I want it in. Mm. I mean, do do I want the oil? Do I want mm. the cream? Do I want the gel? Does yeah. that depend on what I want it for? Yeah. Um, I mean, it can just for your average person, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah, it's gone from um, you know being an outlier to being really outlawed <laughs> to being you know mainstream, and you can even find it at like Walgreens and or some CVSs, um, and you know the formulations are still kind of not. 100% set yet. But when you look at, you know, that, that question of what form to take is really, it's it's like a 10 to 15 minute consultation, you know, is what that is to determine what's best for you. Um, but the oral forms, you get a whole effect in your body because CBD doesn't do just one thing. It affects what's called your endocannabinoid system. And that's that, that system's job is to bring your body back to homeostasis to keep you in balance. The ECS, as it's often called, is also, it's very similar to like your, your pulmonary, your digestive system, endocrine system. So it's a real system in the body, has receptors everywhere. It has them in your brain, in your muscles, in your organs, in your nerve cells. And you can often tell the importance of a system by how many receptors there are. So there's a lot of receptors for this ECS system that help to keep your body in balance. So it's, it's interesting that you mentioned the brain because that was the first question that came to me to, well, you know, how does it affect the brain? Because yeah. we've, you know, I've had a lot of debates with my clients on the impact of marijuana in the brain, mm -hmm. and and I'm not sure what the right answer is, um, but I do know that everybody, you know, that's one of the things that they ask me, well, if I use CBD oils, how will it affect my brain? Yeah. So I'm going to let you answer that. Sure. Thanks. 
So yeah, people um, ask that question with THC and CBD uh, or marijuana and, and CBD. So they both affect the brain. They both cross the blood-brain barrier. They both have specific effects in your brain that, that can you know, moderate your behavior. Um, is it going to cause, does CBD cause high? Does it, does it cause impairment? Does it cause, um, you know, the paranoia? Does it, you know, no, it doesn't. Um, the two work very differently from each other. They're very similar um, looking kind of molecules, but they, what they do in the body is very different. And so, uh, you know, they are in the same family. So it's easy to, to have them, you know, be compared to each other. Um, but CBD will not impair you where THC will, but they both affect the brain. Uh, and so people think, well, it affects the brain and I'm going to get high then. No, uh, because of how they work determines the impact on your body. And CBD works by augmenting what's there, whereas THC activates your, your endocannabinoid system into producing a lot more of these kind of neurotransmitters that make the system go. So it kind of produces an artificial state in your body that results in some pretty good benefits, but also some, some ones that, that we may not like. Well, let's talk about the good ones first. Sure, sure. Um, so, so CBD, um, whether it's topical, oral, you know, vaped in a patch, you know, there's, you can, in, in gummies, capsules, like you got all these formulations, but the most predominant reason, the, the largest reason, and, all, and there's been a couple of surveys over the last couple of years, about two thirds of people take CBD because of its effect on pain. Uh, it's a very strong natural anti-inflammatory. So think of like ibuprofen, but stronger without a lot of the side effects of, of ibuprofen. A lot safer than ibuprofen, a lot safer than Tylenol. So um, it works throughout your whole body. It works on your uh, opioid receptors located in your brain to help. It helps. It can release like your endorphins. It helps activate your own opioid system. It affects serotonin, which is, you know, has a lot of um, uh, ability to work on like your mood. Uh, obviously, people know it for that. Um, helps with your sleep, your, your kind of your mental regulation. Uh, it affects adenosine. It affects um, your GABA levels. So there's a lot of different neurotransmitters in the brain that it affects uh, with a purpose. And as we think about CBD, we want to think about its purpose is to bring our body back to homeostasis because it affects this endocannabinoid system. And so this system, it takes time. So as we go through all these things that it can do in your body and, and if these neurotransmitters affects in your brain, um, it's much more gentle. You know, you need to take CBD on a regular basis to see its effects. It's not like THC where you take it and right away you feel an instant buzz or a high. It doesn't work like that. So, you know, and I think a lot of people expect something like they, they want to feel they think they're going to feel mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And what do you tell them that they're going to feel? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think so. We're used to taking a Tylenol and within a half hour, you feel better. You take an opioid, you, you know, you feel better right away. And some people have that effect. Um, you know, for me personally, it just took me probably within a week, if not less, I was feeling less inflammation and swelling. Um, a lot of people that have some success with it feel something right away. A couple of weeks um, to feel something, whether it's it can have an effect on your mood. You know, pain, anxiety, and sleep are the three biggest reasons that people take CBD. And uh, and usually I say, you know, start you start low and slow. So if we get into more detail about dosing and how to take it, you start a low dose, see how you feel. You look for side effects, such as stomach upset. It can make your dreams really vivid. Uh, and then you dose up from there. And since there are no regulations yet by the FDA, 
Uh, actually, the FDA has only said you can't say that it cures something. You can't say that it does something. So, you know, if you were, you know, to take my course, read my book, I'm going to say a little bit more in there about what it can or can't do. Uh, but if I'm promoting the product, selling it online, I can't make any promises. Everything else is fair game right now. So, you know, you need to know what's in your product, what's not, like the dosing. That's all somewhat accumulated knowledge in the, in the industry, which is why I got into this, because there was no, like, gold standard. And a lot of people were talking about CBD that really don't understand how it works in the body and what it does. And that's where I'm trying to come in and tell people, start low and slow, be patient with it, give it a couple of weeks, give it a month or two for full effect. And consider it like a vitamin supplement. You just take it every day to help keep your body at, at full full health for your ECS. So what if you don't take it every day? You know, what if you kind of hit or miss with it? Are you going to get yeah. the same impact? It, probably not. Um, depends what you're using it for. Um, it, it, it does work. I mean, it does something in your body right away, for sure. But because your ECS works slowly, it doesn't, um, it's going to take time to kind of reset itself. And if you don't do it consistently, you're not giving your body the full ability to kind of rebalance out these areas that are out of whack. Um, so some people need it for occasional sleep issues. You can do that, and it, it can help with that for sure. But for the most effect, for all the things that it can do, yeah, you're kind of shortchanging yourself by not taking If you miss a day or two, that's fine. Like once you're on it for a few months, you miss a day, you won't notice a difference. You miss a couple of days, you won't notice a difference. But it's building up to that, that kind of steady state level where you're getting the max benefit from it. You know, that's when you don't want to miss, miss too much. Well, I think everybody, you know, has this mindset that, oh, I don't want to take it unless I need it. But I do know with, with some supplements. Oh, you cut out, Lee. Well, what I was saying is that with some, some products, people are afraid to take it unless they feel they really need it. Mm-hmm. Are you saying yeah. that... that you should be consistent with your usage. Yeah. Yeah. That's my philosophy is this is like um, a supplement for your ECS and it's um, so it's kind of taking vitamins. Like you don't feel better taking vitamins day one, but if you take uh, healthy nutritional supplements that um, are, you know, uh, at reasonable levels and help help you with areas that you might be short in, uh, you know, like your, whether it's like your magnesium or, you know, whatever, taking these supplements, it helps your body keep, running at a healthy level. So you feel the benefits more long-term than you, than you do short-term typically. Okay. Well, you know, I know that you, when you're in your free time, you have four teenage daughters that you enjoy mm-hmm. hanging with. <laughs> so how do you feel about teenagers and CBD yeah. oil? Yeah. Um, well, good. My, my kids sometimes are my test group. <laughs> so they get to try it out when I, when I want to see something. Um, one thing about CBD that I think is important to understand is, is how safe it is. Yes, there's things we don't know. Yes, there's not regulation. We know, uh, you know, there will be, there will be help, min, max dosages, how to take it. But uh, it is very safe. There's never been recorded death from marijuana or CBD. Um, you take like, take Tylenol, for example. Um, if you take more than the max amount, if you have extra strength, more than six or eight a day, you come into real toxicities with your liver. Uh, ibuprofen, you take too much. It, blood pressure, your stomach, aspirin can be very potent taking it the wrong way. CBD, you don't, you, we may not know its effects necessarily for everyone, but it's, it's very safe. And you're not artificially increasing or decreasing levels in your body of these important neurotransmitters that, that do the job. So I found it to be very safe regardless of the age group. There's, you know, I don't recommend anybody start CBD on their own, especially with their, if they're children and let your doctor know, talk to them, 
talk to your pharmacist, reach out to me. I'm happy to be a resource. Um, but I have found it, and kids, I've, kids have used it for attention deficit disorder, have had some success with it, uh, topically for pain, orally for pain. Um, so I've seen, I've seen similar um, stories uh, with, with teenagers, uh, for sure. But right now, it, you can't, it's, uh, mo most states, it's, it's either 18 or 21 to purchase it. So it's, you know, you'd only do that with adult supervision and with the help of a doctor. So is it legal? if you purchase it for your children? Um, yes, um, you know, each each state has their own guidelines. Um, and I think it's legal in 48 states right now. I think there's only two, maybe three states um, that, that are, I think Idaho, one of the, one of the, one of the Dakotas. Um, but some towns don't, you know, some states um, don't allow you to ship it out. So there are some restrictions on, on, on you taking it, but um, it's not it's not illegal for you to take it or for your children to take it. It's just illegal for the children to buy it. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we talked about the, the many different uses. And a lot, back when I first started working with neurofeedback, um, we worked a lot with seizures and epilepsy. And over the years, you know, marijuana has become a real a consideration of the health seizures yeah. is CBD. Is that applicable in that area? Yeah. So actually a really good question. Um, there is a prescription form of CBD called Epidiolex. So the drug manufacturers have kind of started to find their way to CBD. Uh, but what Epidiolex is, it, it's a CBD isolate. So it's, it's just the cannabidiol, just the one part of the plant, not anything else in it. And uh, they found it works in kids for certain very specific seizure disorders. Uh, but they've, they've dosed it very high, much higher than what I would ever recommend for regular CBD. And they found it to be really successful for it. So yeah, if a drug manufacturer puts their weight behind it and wants to patent it and then market it, generally you know it's effective. So uh, yeah, that's one of its first uses ever was when it was originally found, um, you know, you've heard of, of uh, uh, Charlotte, um, Charlotte's Web is a uh, probably one of the biggest manufacturers out there. Uh, Charlotte, is, is Charlotte Figge is the name of the daughter who originally had a very uncontrollable seizure disorder that CBD was found to greatly reduce uh, the amount of seizures she had and gave her, gave her a lot of uh, stability. So, yeah, it's been used uh, pretty extensively in this category already. Well, how about with MS? Yeah, so it, it does have some neuroprotective effects. Um, and when you start getting into the neurology area, it's, it's certainly varies per person. I don't make any promises on what CBD can or can't do. Um, that's very much varies per person. I, I try and give people information. This is how you take it, when you take it, how do you avoid side effects? If there are drug interactions. Let's make sure we're getting a quality product for you. And then it's up to you to kind of determine how it works for you. Um, but yes, I've, I've heard good things about what it can do for pain, inflammation, some neuroprotective uh, effects. So some positive encouragement there for sure, but I'm, I'm, I like to moderate it kind of with that, just that kind of warning that, yeah, everyone's respond differently and we just got to kind of wait and see how it works for you once you eliminate all the other risk factors. Well, you know, and that's the scary part. Everybody's going to respond differently. So yeah. what would a bad, re I mean, we all know when a good response occurs, yeah. we feel better, our mood's better, we have less pain, <clears throat> we sleep better. Yeah but we don't necessarily know what a negative effect would be. Yeah, so 
that's a good question too. I think it's important. We kind of know what it is and what it isn't. So one of, one of the biggest areas, if, if you're someone that has MS or some complicated disease, you're probably on prescription drugs and you need to have that checked out. So let's make sure that, you know, the only, the biggest area that CBD can cause harm is it, is it does get metabolized in your body by the most uh, commonly used liver enzyme that metabolizes the majority of prescription drugs. And I have an article on it if people want to read up on it, or I have a drug list of drugs affected. Um, but, but that drug interaction is certainly the biggest category to be concerned about. Once we, once we clear that hurdle, the, the two biggest reasons why people stop CBD, and again, it's not because it's toxic. It's not because it's dangerous. Um, it's, we look at stomach upset, so a, GI, a kind of GI irritation, so it could cause diarrhea, um, could upset your stomach, and even at very low doses. Um, and so that often we'll find out right away, usually within the first week, if that's a problem for you. Sometimes the first dose, you'll know that right away. Um, and then the other one are, are, are the, your dreams. <laughs> it actually has an effect on our dreams. It has an effect on your REM state. It has an effect um, in all parts of your sleep. And I found this myself, and I see it with many people. If I take it too close to bed, my dreams get really vivid. They're not bad dreams, but they're really weird. <laughs> so weird that I want to wake up from them. <laughs> so, um, so like the vivid dreams... You know, and that's dose dependent for sure. It's also dependent upon when you take it. Too close to bedtime can cause that. Stomach upset and drug interactions. Those are three main categories that people have to watch out for. Okay. So, you know, when you say vivid, just very colorful. Yes. A uh, lot of imagination. You don't mean nightmares. Correct. Very, very real feeling, but very, yeah, like very bright kind of uh, um, almost the point. It's kind of like, like, wow, that was very strange and very real. Uh, but yeah, not on the nightmare side, no. Well, I've heard some people say that it can almost feel like, and I have never done LSD, but it can almost feel like you're tripping a little bit. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I haven't walked yeah. that walk. <laughs> I haven't either, but um, but I would say at the worst the worst case, yeah, generally it's pretty mild. And and for me, I, I just take it before like six o'clock and I'm fine at night. But other people take it at bedtime for sleep and it works fine. So it kind of depends on the person there. Um, you know, that, 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 that does vary a bit too. So when you take it is really, you have to determine that for yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I talk about in my book, like like self-monitor, like be aware, be mindful of of how you feel uh, before you take it, be mindful of after it because it's, it's, it's mild, you know, and for me, like inflammation and pain, I felt pretty soon. And then the cognitive, cognitive effects, like thinking more clearly sleeping better. That took like a month or two, but I did notice differences and I, I feel like I think through problems better now. And, you know, so, yeah, you just have to be kind of self-aware with that for sure. Well, you know, and that's one thing that, that that the clients that I work with, I work with a lot of people with anxiety, with depression, ADHD at the Brain Performance Center. And their mm-hmm. level of self-awareness is mm-hmm. low. It's yeah. really low. And that's where I get concerned because from everything you're saying and it makes sense to me, you've got to monitor, you've got to, you know, you've got to self-check, you've got to rely on your self-awareness to manage the whole process. And sometimes when our brain's in a dysregulated state, that self-awareness is low. Mm, Yeah, yeah, that's true. And yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer in believing in what you're taking. (laughs) So, you know, know what it does you know, kind of visualize what, you know, how it's going to help you feel better. And sometimes it's a placebo effect, but 
for me, placebo is just the same as the medication because your body is still working and healing itself. So well, it's so interesting that you bring up the placebo effect. I was at a conference last week in Vegas and I was on a panel and we talked about the controversy around the antidepressants and the placebo effect. Hmm. And, you know, but the placebo effect is everywhere. Sean, <laughs> if, if you tell me, oh, we're going to go out to dinner and I'm going to buy a $300 bottle of wine, I'm already, oh, it's so expensive. It's going to be vintage. It's going to be so much better than my house Chardonnay, you know. So that placebo effect is all around us. And yeah. I, I've did a little research and I learned back in 2014, they published a study in the British Medical Journal and mm. it showed that fake surgeries for certain conditions like arthritis were just as effective as real surgeries. <laughs> Not funny. So that placebo effect plays in, but I do agree yep. with you, you know, believe, believe in what you're taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, It'll I mean, still work if you believe in it or not, but I think it can be augmented by that belief. I think it can be, too. And I think, you know, it was interesting to see that, you know, 50 percent of the doctors in a study said that they do use drugs that have a placebo effect mm. and they do it just to make their patients That's feel right. better. That's right. Yeah. It's a part of you go to a doctor, you get a prescription like you're not feeling well. You don't get a prescription. You're like, oh, why didn't you give me a prescription? Well, whether it works or not is kind of secondary. You want to get something and you want to you want to feel better. Absolutely. And we all want to feel better. <laughs> That's right. And we want to feel better immediately, yeah. not tomorrow. Yeah. So, so right. how long, we talked about the timing a little bit. If I take it the first night, would I, would I expect to feel anything? Would I expect to sleep better? Would I expect my anxiety to be less? Yeah. The, the way I start people out, so if you're in my pharmacy and I was helping you, it's going to be probably a week or two because I'm going to have you start really low and slow. Um, but usually within the first two or three, maybe four weeks, you're at a therapeutic dosage, then you start to feel it. But say you just want to start it on your own, start a regular dosage, like 30, 40, 50 milligrams CBD. Yeah. You might feel something the first night, you know, it's not going to be the max effect, but you may feel something. It's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule that out, but, um, you know, people need to be patient, which is hard, (laughs) which is a hard sell sometimes. So there is a recommended dosage on any product that you buy. They give you that guideline. They don't. That's 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 one of the ah. reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and there's some accepted standards within the industry. So my, my opinion is not different from what else is out there. But how do people know what's what is industry, industry standard and what is normal? And so I, I raise my hand in, in that category. And I think pharmacists are a great fit for CBD because we understand drug interactions. We understand dosing and disease state and all those other things that come along with it. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that, you know, you have to have that total picture. And I've been one of those people, honestly, that medications never really work for. You mm. give me an antibiotic and I get a rash. Uh, but yeah. but there are a lot of people that depend upon it. And I think that, you know, mm. you've got to understand how everything interacts together. And mm. you've got to be able to, to look at it holistically. Mm. And I think that, you know, I've already learned a lot. We're going to take a break in just a few seconds, but when we come back, you know, I'd really love to talk about, I mean, I know they use CBD in skincare and they, they use medical mm-hmm. marijuana with dogs and cats. Lots to talk about. We'll be back after these messages. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's words you never heard. Did you ever wonder about the origin of Murphy's Law? You know the maxim that if anything can go wrong, it will. Murphy's Law was named after Captain Edward A. Murphy, an engineer working at Edwards Air Force Base in 1949. Captain Murphy was working on a project designed to measure how much sudden deceleration a human could stand in a crash. After discovering a transducer constructed for the experiment was wired wrong, Murphy squabashed the technician responsible by exclaiming, If there's any way to do it wrong, you'll find it. In other words, circumvent mistakes and miscabobbles before they happen. Aerospace manufacturers began quoting Murphy's Law to their engineers, and soon it became an eponym. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back. Now here is your host, Lee Richardson. We're back, and and before we left, you know, I was just thinking about over break. You know, there's a CBD store to my left of my office. There's a CBD store across the street from me, and I think there's one behind me. And people will see these when they're coming to my office. And remember, my my client base is anxiety, depressed, ADHD, sleep, pain, and so they'll ask me, "Do you what store would you recommend?" And I have no idea how to answer that. And that's exactly the way I answer it. Help me out. Give me some just general knowledge. Sure. Yeah. So I'm a big fan in buying local. Um, Before I wrote my book, I did um, some research just on the online companies. And it was was very positive. I I chose 20 companies and rated them on over 15 categories. And there's more more of that details in my book. Um, it's on my website, awakenedcbd.com. And I go into a lot of detail on those. And I wasn't looking for bad manufacturers. These are all, all big ones that I, that I found that I enjoyed. So it's not hard to find good places. You just got to know what you're, what you're looking for, of course. Um, but buying local is nice because you, you get people in your community. And, you know, um, part of, I think, being successful is you look at a store it's sold at. You know, if you're looking, if you're going to a gas station, you know, some of those products are national brands in the gas station. They're not bad, but, you know, I don't recommend that. It's nice to go somewhere, form a relationship, talk to people there. They sell it every day. They're going to be pretty knowledgeable. Make sure what they say matches up with what I say. Come and go in there, you know, armed with some knowledge about what it is and what it isn't. Look at their product, see what they know about it. 
you know, you want to, there's a couple of things you want to look at. So you want to look at their QR code. So on their box, it's a little dot matrix people have seen. Uh, I, a lot of different products nowadays have that. It's a way to promote their, their product. That QR code will take you to that um, certificate that shows what's actually in the product. So you got, it's got to have that 100% or don't, don't buy from them. Um, unless you like just supporting like a local grower <laughs> that doesn't really um, done the work. So you need, you really need to make sure that the certificate of, of, of authenticity is good. Um, find out, you know, how the hemp was, was made, you know, does that, there's a farm that it was growing at, and it's not hard to find these things. Um, you know, do they use good practices? Are they using what's called GMP, good manufacturer practicing when they take the, 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 the CBD oil out of the hemp plant, are they using standardized practices to, to do that? Are they in a sterile facility? Um, you know, so those are some things they can look at. And then when you go in the store, is it clean? Is it neat? Is it like a vape store with CBD on the side? Is it mainly a CBD store? And I've worked with some CB, some local CBD stores in my area. And one of them is kind of upscale mall. You walk in, it's nice and airy. They got couches sit down, smiling faces, very comfortable environment. I've done a couple of seminars there. It's it's a pleasure. It's it's easy. So so looking what's there. And then when you go in the store, are they trying to sell you a thousand dollars worth of stuff? <laughs> you know, are, are they trying to sell you on super high strength stuff that costs three or four hundred dollars like you should be able to get out of the store try cbd for less than a hundred dollars right around a hundred dollars or something that'll last you maybe like a month or two to get started um so it's kind of combination of, of those things but um for sure looking for the coa if if any of your listeners have products they want to know about it send me a picture um you know my my email we can put in the show notes at the end it's my name sean gale rph at gmail i'm happy to do some research for you um, make sure that product you're getting is, is a good quality, that you're getting the CBD that you should be. Because what what has often been found when we do these analysis is not that the CBD is harmful, but they just don't have enough of it in there. It's not what they promise. So uh, you want to make sure that, that your product has the right amount right in, in there. That's the COA. And then the other factors are something you just kind of have to observe and, and see how you feel. Yeah. And, you know, I know I have a relationship with my pharmacist. It mm-hmm. almost sounds like that if you're going to, create a relationship with someone or if you're going to use CBD as part of your wellness health care, you need to have a relationship with that person too. I agree. And CBD is tricky right now because um, I sold it in my hospital for a while. And then once people found out what I was selling, you know, a lot of the physicians weren't crazy about it because it's unregulated and, and conservative medical community is is going to be probably the last to adopt it. When you work with specialists, like I work with an oncology practice, you know, rheumatologists, they're more quick to, to grab on these things because they see the effect. They see the benefit. They're not afraid of it. Now, they're not afraid of marijuana either, the medical marijuana for these these reasons. Um, so some pharmacists are on board, some are not. I, I can tell you, you know, for me, like I'm definitely sticking my neck out there more by talking about it like I am. But, you know, I see such a huge need for information um, that I'm willing to to take a little more of a professional risk. I don't feel like it's a risk, but professional one to put myself out there for this. Well, so how do you, you know, you mentioned marijuana. How do you compare marijuana because to CBD? I do believe, you know, that there's some for medical marijuana for some certain conditions can be mm-hmm. very useful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and the more I studied CBD, the more I've come to respect what marijuana can and can't do especially working with this oncology practice that's in the same building where I, where I, where I work. Um, you know, marijuana itself um, has a specific use. It, it produces that effect right away. 
and for sure, I mean, I think marijuana has a stronger effect for pain, anxiety, and sleep. Um, with marijuana, I mean, you do get some of the negatives, like, you know, it can make you have the munchies or it can make you paranoid, you know, worst case scenario. Um, you know, you can hallucinate because um, it, it does produce an artificial state in your body. But part of that artificial state are some pretty amazing benefits, too. So. Um, like medical marijuana in the state of Illinois is now legal. You can go, you can go buy it without a prescription. Um, I think last count there's 12, 13, 14 states where it's legal. So there definitely are uses for it. And I've seen some people have a lot of success. I also see a lot of people come to me because they don't want to try it first. They want to try CBD first. Um, and so, uh, you know, that use depends on the person, what they're looking for. Um, but for the more acute relief, you know, marijuana does, does have a very, um, you know, positive profile and can certainly help people. Well, how do you feel about medical marijuana with dogs and cats? Don't know. <laughs> I've never had that question before. Um, I do know CBD in pets has been very positive. Um, all mammals have this endocannabinoid system that CBD affects. It's pretty cool. And so, uh, so in pets, I, I have just anecdotal stories of people that I know personally have hyperactive dogs. It's helped kind of calm them down. You know, it's you gotta know how to dose it, of course, and it's a lot lower. But it, they actually feel a similar effect. It, it it kind of calms them down, and people have that. We can have the same effect for us too, the right dosage. So, CBD, I feel, is um, just my own observations is is very safe, whether you're talking animals or humans. But I'm not sure, not so sure about the marijuana part. So, I mean, it always sounds like CBD is like a miracle cure all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we wanna. Avoid the, uh, you know, the, 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 the grandiose uh, claims of that. What makes CBD special is that it doesn't do just one thing. You know, it doesn't work just on one system. It helps all of the systems to work better. I mentioned some of the neurotransmitters that it works. These are the, the chemicals in your body that help us function, you know. And it, because it's, this endocannabinoid system is in all the organs in your body, it's in all the nerve endings, it has such a wide variety of effects that it, it can kind of have that feel to it. You know, I don't want to get into these kind of snake oil claims. It can do, it can cure cancer or, you know, all this other stuff. It, um, you know, that's why we, we want to be conservative with it. But if you're coming with a certain symptom, um, you know, there's a possibility it's going to help. I would, you know, kind of help you determine what the odds are of that or the people that have had success with it or not. Um, but yeah, it, it, you, it kind of leans that way. It's kind of a little bit of, think of it as a little bit of, of everything kind of like a shotgun approach almost. Um, Is yeah. there any danger in that? Yeah. So with, in regards to CBD, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, you know, the, the dangers, I would just refer back to what we mentioned earlier about, you know, making sure that the drug interactions um, and make sure you're taking the right way. Um, but, you know, as for like causing like hallucinations or, tolerance or you know increasing having to increase the dosage because your body adjusts to it like it does with marijuana no you don't have that problem and if you start and stop it it's not going to hurt you if you use it it works well and you stop it you know your body may go back it, it may not um you know that's that's kind of determines you know tbd on on uh in each person's symptoms so there's not a lot of risk to it so if you take it don't like it you go off it it's not like you're gonna go through withdrawal or anything else well, that's good to know because, you know, some people are very sensitive to medication and they do experience a, a whole lot of things. And it sounds like that is minimal. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I think the biggest hurdle for people, and one of the surveys I saw said that almost half the people in America have tried CBD. I, I don't believe that. I think I think others have been more conservative at a third. But it's really overcoming this hurdle of what's its relation to marijuana. It's in the same family. Like the plant, the marijuana plant and the hemp plant, leaves, they look very similar. If you come next to each other, you can see why they're different. If you go in a field, you know, hemp plants are like six, seven, eight feet tall. <laughs> the marijuana plants are kind of low, low and bushy. So, you know, they do look quite a bit different, but the leaves are, are eerily, eerily similar. And uh, it's easy to get the two confused as well as, you know, I, I would say before I started studying CBD, I definitely was more prejudiced against, you know, marijuana and CBD. I just was really interested because I heard all these stories about it. I wanted to think, I wanted to find out if it was true. And, uh, and then once, once I started selling it, did an article in the local paper and my business just exploded for it. Cause there's so much thirst for information about it from a reliable source. And, uh, it really changed how I practice and, and really just changed my viewpoint on overall. And, you know, even when I stopped selling, it didn't really deter me. It just showed me that there's still a lot of confusion on what it is and what it isn't. Well, and I think that there is. And I think that, well, look how confused I was. I just for giggles <laughs> thought, let me see what, what I can get on Amazon. You're like, we're not getting CBD. <laughs> oh, um, so I think there is a lot of confusion. And I think that people, you know, you're right. It's all about educating. You know, we have to educate ourselves. And it's almost like we have to be our own advocate for our health care now. We can't just expect a doctor to come in and and take, tell us what to do and know exactly what to do. He, he or she needs our feedback. I'm yeah. experiencing this. This isn't working. This made me feel like this. Mm. And part of that is education, too. Yeah. And the, like my most enjoyable interactions with people are when they come in. And most of them just want to know, what do I need to buy? Because <laughs> I want to do it. Um, but it's really helping them understand that, um, you know, this is a collaborative effort. You know, we want to work together for sure. Um, you know, what you're taking is safe. It's not going to harm you. Not going to make not going to make you high. We talk about drug drug testing is a sensitive topic. You know, taking anything with THC, there's always a, a, a chance for a positive test. It's just highly unlikely within your regular doses. And something like 99% of people at a regular dose test, 99.7 tested negative. So it's very unlikely you're gonna have that. So they just, they wanna know some of the more basic questions, but if I can tell them what it is and what it isn't, um, then I feel like I help equip them with information. They can talk to the doctor. They, they, you know, most doctors will, that I experience are not necessarily afraid of it. They're just more, well, I don't know much about it. Take it at your own risk kind of mentality. And uh, that's why I think your question earlier about what's the risk of it, there, there is very little risk. Like, I'm not going to make any promises of what it can or can't do, but I feel pretty comfortable saying it's not going to do you much harm. Um, it just doesn't have those, those, those problems. That makes me feel pretty safe. You yeah. know, if you, if you can just say, I can't, you know, I can't promise you you're going to run a, a, an eight-minute mile, but I can promise you you're not going to be walking at 30, you know, a one minute mile. I mean, if there's no risk, that that creates a comfort level for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it helps. It's um, and you're making sure that you um, can trust the place you're buying from. You read that COA, you know, read my book. <laughs> That's a great way to get started. Um, so let's talk about your book. Yeah. Um, so first off, it, where do people get that book if they're interested? So it's on Amazon. 
If you type in if you type in the CBD pharmacist, it'll pull up. I'm the only one with that title. Okay. Um, it's on my website, uh, which is awakentocbd.com. You can get it through there. Um, so tell me about why you wrote the book. What yeah. was your motivation? Um, when I started to research CBD, it, it was really frustrating. I, I went to like there's nowhere to find good information on it. Like I looked on social media, which I don't recommend, um, you know, looked on um, kind of, a, I looked at medical studies that were done on it, uh, YouTube, try to find people that were invested in it. And uh, and there's there's so few medical professionals in, in the business. Like I'm not here saying everyone else go away, I got this. I'm like, yeah, we need more. We need everyone. We need people, everyone that's willing to help out to come in and help spread the word about what, what this is and what it isn't. So I just saw this huge gap and I had a hard time figuring out, well, how much do I take? Because I took, I took the wrong amount. Of, I took too low on a mountain. I wrote it off. It's expensive. And to, to buy a higher strength and I don't know if it's going to work was kind of a scary proposition for me. Like I'm a cheapskate. So I don't want to spend 70, 80 bucks for something. I don't know if it can work. Um, but when I saw this, this, this gap in there of this knowledge that it's really hard to find out who's truthful, like who's, who's just trying to sell it. You know, it's hard. You go to the manufacturer websites. There's a lot of great resources on there, but they're trying to sell their own product. <laughs> you know, so how much can you have that? And so, you know, I'm trying to, I mean, I do sell my own product, but I'm first and foremost an educator. And as a pharmacist, you know, I feel like we kind of have to take that middle ground between, you know, like the drug companies, the physicians, the patient. And so uh, I just dug in and said, you know, if I don't understand this, how many other people are? And just seeing the recommendations that I gave people seeing the difference that CBD made in their lives, seeing the imp improvement in the quality of their life really encouraged me and, uh, you know, really pushed me to write this book and kind of codify or kind of solidify all, all the different pieces of knowledge you need to really be successful with, with, with CBD. So, you know, like I've seen at the health food store where I go, I've seen CBD gummies for sleep. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Then I've seen, does it, depend on the form does the form whether it's a gummy or an edible or an oil or, or a vape yep. i mean does that correlate to a specific symptom yeah it's thanks for getting back to we mentioned this earlier and i wanted to kind of tidy up this area absorption rate is very important for cbd i mentioned before how it's metabolized by the liver it's highly metabolized by the liver so the form that you you take greatly determines how it works so the, the formulations that bypass the liver, um, at least initially, so whether you're vaping or a patch, um, uh, sublingual under the tongue, uh, those forms give you more CBD right away. So you get a bigger effect, um, but they don't last as long. When you, when you take it orally, you lose more to the liver, but it lasts longer. It absorbs more slowly through your stomach and, and into your body. So depending upon your symptoms, you know, once you're at a therapeutic level, yeah, you, if you have like, say, an anxiety attack, you know, I'm not a big fan of vaping, but people use it and people are going to use it. So just make sure that the product you get is a quality product. You know what's in the vape, the, in that vape juice, you know, the vaporizer, that's a good quality. Um, but those are those that could give you a, a faster, you know, you can feel that relaxation effect more from the more highly absorbed forms. So. Sometimes you're going to pay more for those absorb, highly absorbed forms. There's there's oral formulations, or there's um, that you swallow that are designed to give you great absorption. They're like um, 
are called water soluble or the micro encapsulated CBD is naturally fat soluble. So that's why it stays in your body so long. That's why, um, you know, you can test positive, say for marijuana, because it's a fat, so, you know, THC is fat soluble, stays in your body a long time. Can you cook with CBD oil? Um, yeah, I, I, I know people do. I haven't studied that part a whole lot. Um, you know, I think when you cook, you're, 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 you know, I, I do know partially you're destroying some of the chemical structure. I don't know if you're going to have any more effect um, that way. Um, well, how about less effect? I'm sorry? Could you have less effect because you disrupt the chemical yeah. balance? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard people cooking with it, so I think it matters how you do it. I'm pretty, and I don't know this for certain. If you heat it up, you're going to, you're going to lose, you're going to lose most, most of the effect. So, um, you know, when you're, if you're starting off on it, I like a mixture of, of, of oral, like a capsule or a gummy or a, uh, uh, sublingual form. I use both every day. Um, you know, I think they're both very effective. Um, but I wouldn't just use sublingual per se. I wouldn't just use the, or I, I like a mixture of both personally, but that's just my own personal preference. Um, and, and the, the more CBD you get in your body, you know, if, hypothetically, the better it works. Uh, you know, you know, there's, What's unique about CBD, and sorry, this is kind of sparking in my mind right now. We're talking about cooking with it or whatever, is that there's a limit to CBD in regards to what it does. So too much CBD or too little CBD doesn't work well. There's a sweet spot. And just because it works at one dose, you double it doesn't mean you're going to get any better effect. And actually, it may work less at higher doses. So CBD is kind of unique that way. It's kind of kind of the fun things I find is let's find that sweet spot for you. Where does it work? And what's the lowest dose possible where it works well? So you'd have to spend crazy amounts of money to get it to work for you. So one of the things that we haven't talked about that I've read about is CBD and skincare. What yeah. is your what is your opinion on that? Yeah, that's a that's a real easy area. The, the topical forms are really nice. You can use them with oral forms. You know, some prescription drugs you don't want to take orally and topically, but CBD is safe for that. And so CBD topically is a potent anti-inflammatory in my opinion so whether you have arthritis you have acne um you have rosacea um you have a rash uh you have sunburn you know it, it can work on all those things to reduce swelling inflammation topically so the nice thing about topical is it doesn't absorb <clears throat> very little absorb systemically you don't typically have to worry about drug interactions so it, sometimes topical is a nice way for people to ease into cbd see if it helps see if it works you just don't get all the effects. Generally, you just get the anti-inflammatory effect, uh, which works well for topical issues as well as, you know, topical, um, you know, facial issues or for, you know, uh, pain in your knees. So if you're going to use it for skincare, it's more to reduce inflammation. It's not to enhance the your natural glow. That's 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 my opinion. But if you have healthier skin, I mean, hypothetically, you're going to have a a more of a natural glow, <laughs> but it's not like a, uh, you know, a cosmetic product that's going to make, make your skin glow, but it's gonna make it healthier, which I think in the end is a, it will be a positive thing. Well, you know, we've talked a lot about CBD. Are, is there anything that questions that you get from your clients that we haven't talked about that it would be beneficial for our listeners to hear? Um, yeah, I think one of the things we talk most about is when to take it. Um, we've talked on a little bit, um, but 
especially for sleep. So CBD for pain, anxiety, and sleep are the three biggest reasons. That's like 89% of the reason why people look for CBD are those three reasons. Um, and sleep is the trickiest of them all because when you, when you look at something like Tylenol PM or Unisom or prescription drugs like Ambien, you know, those are all taken at the time that you need the, you need the effect. So you take it right before you sleep. If you take it before that too much, you're going to be drowsy all day. You're going to pay for it. Um, CBD is unique in that once, once you're at a normal steady dose, I don't think it matters how close to bed you take it. It's still going to help. So I tell people start in the morning and in the afternoon if you want it for sleep or start in the afternoon for sleep. Um, you know, me personally, I can, I can, I can say that um, taking a, if I just take a morning dose, I'm still going to feel like, like I'm having a good sleep at night because it, it doesn't leave your body within an hour or two or six hours. Like ibuprofen or Tylenol or your sleeping medications are designed to leave your body in six to eight hours. CBD's peak effects are in six to eight hours, but it's going to remain in your body, still affecting your ECS for longer than that. So when you take it is, is not always is critical for the sleep part because it's not going to make you drowsy or tired if you take it at lunchtime. But when it's time for bed, it's the ECS goes, hey, you know, let's start winding down. Like the, the, the neurotransmitters that it affects start to kind of kick in a little bit better. And so you, you feel like, oh, now maybe now it's time to go to bed and that sleep, you sleep deeper, you have more, more REM sleep, in my opinion. Um, so that's one of the more common areas I have to take some time is definitely a nuanced view of CBD. Not everyone may agree with that. I, I found that to that'd be true. And some people take it at night before bed. You know, like my mom does that and it works, that works well for her. So I just don't recommend people taking it to start at night, you know, take it in the morning or afternoon, see how it makes you feel, uh, making sure there's no, no stomach upset, make sure that your dreams aren't too vivid at that dose. And then you kind of go from there. You know, it sounds like it's such a gentle way to address the body and, and what's going on within the body. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, that's why I think being consistent with it because it, it is, you know, people are going to want immediate effects. It's expensive. And so yeah, I'm putting a lot of money towards this. And I want to get some effects right away. And, uh, and you know, that's not always the case, but yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, I don't make it sound like it only works long-term. You know, I think people are going to get those benefits short-term. So I just try and when people come in, I try and kind of calm their fears about what it is, and what it isn't. Um, you know, if you're at a job or a drug test, you know, then you got to be careful, you know, find out your, their policy, more and more policies. Like I help our policy here at the hospital, you know, uh, talk about it. And, uh, you know, or if you test positive, can you show what you're doing, that you're on CBD? In some places that's fine. Some places it's automatic firing. So you want to be careful with what you take and how you take it. And that's when we look more like the, the broad spectrum, the zero THC or the CBD isolate for those, for those kind of uh, situations. That's really good advice. We've got about a minute left. Could you please share again how people can find you if they have, you know, if they have questions? You mentioned your book, and that certainly it sounds like that's a great way to start. And that book is available yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. But some people don't want to read the book. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the um, website is awakenthecbd.com. You can get consultations on there. You can look at the products I have. You can obviously look at the book. Um, uh, I have an online course that is almost completed, and that'll be on my website. And so people want to just watch or listen, that's an option too. So awakenthecbd.com and seangalerph at gmail.com is my email.
And that's Sean, S-E-A-N-G-A-L-E. Sean, thank you so much for your time today. I have learned so much and really have a better understanding of how CBD can be used. Thanks, Lee. On behalf of Lee Richardson and the Brain Performance Center, we want to thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this, visit us on iTunes, Google Play, Toginet, Stitcher, iHeartRadio,